Welcome to Running Radio. This is Michael Sky. I'm here with Hans Komain. Today we're talking about going back for a brother. Every man should know brotherhood in his life. He should have brothers. It adds so much honor and power and support, camaraderie to a man's life. And many men today and many young men today are growing up and heading into the world alone and without real brothers and real brotherhood. And whether or not you have biological brothers, many men who have biological brothers still don't have real strong brotherhood. They don't know what it is or they get a taste of it and then it, and then they lose it. And today we talk about going back for a young man, a younger brother of ours, who's 18 in California and who's just declared his freedom. He's going to go make his way in the world. And uh, we are talking about going back for him. I also tell stories of going back for my brothers, uh, biological brothers and not biological brothers, and the sheer joy of it. And then at the end, we mention uh, Jedi level work and tools and skills to be able to go back for a brother even when there's judgment towards him even when you feel justified in leaving him behind enjoy my dad you know get together with his brothers and they take a group photo this was like year in and year out every time we get together family photo him and my like three uncles They'd all be like on their tiptoes, like <laughs> getting the tallest in the photo. This is all the family photos. Uh, Runs in the family. Going back for a brother. This we have a uh, a young man who has declared his freedom. He's given a date by when he will be out of the house. He's only eighteen, and he doesn't uh, have a job. He doesn't have a business yet. And uh, December 31st, he said. So he's got a good amount of time. But uh, Hans and I were just talking about it, about because we're considering going back to the U.S. In particular, well, first stop might be Utah, where I, my family is having a family reunion, um, especially for my father. And uh, yeah, we thought, what if we go back for this young man? We show up outside his house, you know, and we, we welcome him to come on the journey mm-hmm. with us, come to Utah, come do business with us. He's already been supporting our podcast, helping us on the tech side. and uh, Inspired by his announcement, because yes. that I think is very powerful. Yes. A guy who says, I'm not out yet, but I'm getting out. Yes. I'm getting out, yes. getting out of this prison. I'm going to do and the, it. And the effect on us, you know, him making his stand and declaring it. It is like I feel the call. Yes. You know, let's go back for him. It's great. Like what? What if more men did this, and and then their brothers could stand the uh, you yes. know in, in many contexts. But uh, you know, I could I could almost tell my life story just in terms of going back for a brother. It's one of the things that excites me the most. You know, since I did it for my two younger brothers, um, it it I was just always. I don't know if it's because I did it for them, but yeah, I just, 
throughout the years hear the call of a brother and then go on some epic journey to go back. And, you enjoy it? Yes. What is it there that you enjoy? Oh, man, it's one of the greatest things. I remember I did this one event to remain anonymous for now, but because you're not really supposed to talk about what happens on the during the event, but it was, this was actually after the event. So this was the, the it just ended. And maybe it was, or just ending, but um, it's kind of this, this epic, it, it's, it's not designed as like a, a teaching thing as much as an experience. And the man who had called me to go to this event, which was very much about brotherhood and whatever, you know, I, I go through the kind of the, the, this, this, I don't know, this last kind of ritual. And then I hear over the microphone, um, Sky, I've come back for you. You know, and it's my, it's my buddy who I have no idea is even in the state, you know, but he's flown out there to like welcome me in a way like into the brotherhood or whatever. It was great, you know, but to be able to like the way I felt about him, imagine mm. what it feels like to be that guy and to show up for your brother. You know, I don't know. I've had, I've had, yeah, man, show up for me to be that guy. Like I told you that story about escaping from my mom's house and going and going to live with my friend, you know, like he took me in and his dad was like fighting for me too, you know? And, uh, yeah. There was another story where you drive a car out to California. Yes. No. And then it breaks down. Ah, yes. Yes. Well that, you know, funnily enough, that was, when I went back for my, my brother, Dave, um, you know, he'd gone to spend the summer with my dad and, uh, building his ranch out in Arizona. And he was writing me letters. This was back before the internet, really. And, uh, he's, he's, he's writing me, I'm getting these letters in the mail. He's like, help my, my dad's, you know, dad's trying to get me to go on a mission, <laughs> Mormon mission. And, you know, I'm fine whether my brother goes or not, but um, if he doesn't feel like he can stand up and say no, if that's what he really, if he's really a no or whatever, I just felt his call, you know. Where were you at the time? I was in Austin, Texas. Okay. One, one uh, state over. No. Arizona? Yeah, there's Arizona, New Mexico, then Texas, but Texas is huge. It's right. a 16-hour drive just to get right, from Austin right, right. to the end of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming back from L.A. We drove to Austin. It's just the, the Texas part never ends. It's crazy. So I kind of dropped everything, and I drove. I was in my truck. I had a big uh, camper on the back. And uh, I might have been kind of homeless at the time, so it wasn't like I really had to drop everything as much as... <laughs> It might sound like, but I, I was like, I'm going for my brother. <laughs> um, and so I take off and I drive there and uh, it's, it's maybe 20 some hour drive, maybe 20 hours, 22. And I arrive, I remember like three in the morning in this small town in Arizona. And there was nothing open except like a laundromat. So I went into a I was reading 
Remember I was reading Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? I don't know why that sticks out to me, but I was reading about like what a paradigm shift is. And that might bear no significance on the rest of my story, but at, an hour or two later, I just, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to show up at my dad's house. So I go and I go to my dad's house and I try the front door and it's unlocked. So I go in and I'm like, you know, I mean, no one's awake, I haven't woken anyone up. And I go into my brother's room, you know, and he's snoring and uh, hovering above his bed. <laughs> I uh, I decided I'm going to fuck with my dad. So I I turn the big screen TV on full blast volume and then hide. <laughs> and, my, and, and I can like see my dad he's like, comes out, he's like, looks around, what's going on? turns the TV off, goes back to bed. <laughs> I do it two more times. And the second time, like, I'm just standing there, you know, it comes out and I look at the glasses. <laughs> Michael? <laughs> but, uh, and then I just started, I started going to work every day with my brother. You know, I wasn't out there to tell him what he should do or anything. Um, but I started, you know, and, and I think my dad was somewhat not pleased that I was there. He was to have his son there, but in another way, you know, he probably really wanted to influence my brother Dave and thought I could be, probably thought I could be a counter-influence, which I kind of was. But, <laughs> uh, you know, 5.30 in the morning or earlier, you know, he, my brother Dave would wake me up and I'd be grabbing my boots and, you know, some something to eat for breakfast and we'd be in the truck going out to the ranch, working in the sun all day. Oh man, it was an epic summer. And I still remember the music. This was '94, summer '94, black hole sun. <laughs> you know, Soundgarden. Yeah, and it you know we'd had the music playing throughout the day, working our asses off in the in the dead heat and doing some epic things. Like we had free reign. And we're building this fucking ranch, you know, and we'd we'd uh, put up a line of fence, you know, dig post hole. That just just hard work, man. Great, and uh, the. The, uh, the ram, there were these, these, they called them monsoons, you know, because they would just fucking like epic, just dump, and then it would flood and like, fuck, you know, and, uh, there was this one guy who was working with my brother, Dave, in the beginning, and, uh, he told, he told me stories of this guy, who I don't think he made it to, like, he got, quit or something before I got out there to work with him. And he, he, I remember him telling me this one story. Of, his name was Daryl. For some reason, I remember his name. I think we all we joked about it for the rest of the summer. Like, because he was, he was one of these guys who, he needs an excuse, you know, like to go home or to not work as hard or something. And he came, my, Dave, my brother Dave tells a story. He came up to my brother and says, Dave, I've got a blister, you know. And, and it's like on his nose, you know. My brother like looks at it, He's like it wipes it off. It's sweat, man. Get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, you know, uh, yeah, man, it's a great summer. And my my brother did kept talking about California the whole summer. You know, man, I just want to go to California. I want to go to California. And uh, I promised him like we'd go. You know, I don't think he had wheels out there. He didn't have a ride. I was like, Dave, we'll go, you know, end of the summer, we'll save up our money, we'll go. And uh, I was 23 at the time. He was, uh, 
He would have been like 19. And so end of the summer comes, we get in my truck, we, we, you know, start going down like towards Phoenix and then across the desert. And this, my truck starts clanking, you know, clank, clank, clank. Starts getting louder and louder and then clanking more and more. And we, we try to find a mechanic. It's an early Saturday morning. There's no one open for some reason. Saturday or Sunday, I don't know. And uh, my brother's like, you know, fuck, it's going to break down. We're not going to make it. I'm like, Dave, we'll make it no matter what. And I, and I drove the truck. And right as, I, right as we get up to Pacific Coast Highway in San Diego, the, uh, um, the driving train falls out of the, or the, uh, it just falls out of the truck. And so there's no more, like, you can't even drive it anymore. And I just coast right into a parking spot on the side of the road. And that, like, I had the camper on the back, and we we, we slept there uh, for two weeks, San Diego on the beach. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be in the hero, you know, being the hero for a brother. I've got so many stories of that. And, uh, it's, the, it's the legends of the fall when... Uh... Brad Pitt goes for his younger brother in the war, you know? Ah, yeah. Nah, just everything has to move, you know? Because his, his brother lays dying. You know? Ah, he yeah. dies. Wow. He goes insane, but he goes, yeah, he's unstoppable. You know, he's shooting everyone. You know? does, he, does he find his brother before he's dead? Yeah, but the brother is like, his, his eyes are, he's, he doesn't see well, and he's in the, in the, in the wire, and the, the the Germans are, are, are going to shoot him. And he's like, fuck, no. And he tries to kill everyone, but the, his brother is dead. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a great scene, man. Huh. <laughs> great movie. I don't really remember the scene, but uh, vaguely remember the movie. But yeah, you know, there's so many movies like that. And, you know, the military, Leave No Man Behind. And uh, Brotherhood, man. I, th I think there's so many guys out there that don't, don't have brothers or if they even if they had brothers never really had like real brotherhood and uh it's it's sad man it, it adds so much to life if you have that and yeah my brothers and i have had our each other's backs so many times my brothers have come back for me you know and uh so yeah i think it's one of the big things for ronin to reclaim mm -hmm. so i think of ronin as these individual men out there who, you know, we have this kind of innate programming for however many thousands, tens of thousands of years as human beings living in tribes and everything else. We have certain like biological, neurological expectations of like connection and, and this and that. And uh, one of the things I think we have is, is a desired expectation for brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And if it's missing, there's, it's a felt we feel something's missing. Even if we don't know what it is, there's a missing. Mm -hmm. And once we have it again, it's so rich. You know, but some guys will be, they'll, they'll not have it for so long that to have it is painful. Mm -hmm. They don't, they can't handle the teasing, the shit talking, the competition that happens normally in a gang of brothers in a in a band of brothers it's uh they're they, they take it personally or they um or even that 
to touch them if they feel pain. You know, I, there's guys I've known who like you, you touch them and it's painful to be mm-hmm. touched. And I don't think it's it's not a biological thing; it's a neurological thing, and uh, it's really sad, right? You know, to me. So, so, so back to back to our friend here. Yes, I think that's great. Like even speaking to him, you know, if you're watching or hearing this. Oh, he will be watching because he's going to edit the <laughs> podcast. You putting out the call. No, you putting out the announcement. I want to break free. You know, I'm yes. getting out yes. by the end of the year. And these are my weapons of escape. This yeah, he's put on his Instagram post, <laughs> my weapons of escape. And he, and he had visuals of like a shield and it's like podcast and a spear and it's his other yes. uh, skill that he can earn money from. And yeah, it's so, great. Because of the announcement, you know, uh, We got your back. Yes. We'll help you. Yes. It's it's a great thing, you know, to make a declaration. And mm-hmm. I'm imagining forming like a, an online brotherhood and tribe of, of Ronin. And like, this is what we do. We go back for our brothers. Right. We do this. We reclaim honor. We do that. But I, I yeah, I want to really say to guys listening and like thinking about like, what can I do? That is so powerful. Yes. To just make the announcement. Yes. You don't have to do anything else, you know, to, to, to commit to it and announce it to the world. Yes. That alone can change everything. Or, and you were talking about, I mean, you're talking about, I think, leaving home, declaring your freedom, mm-hmm. right? Declare, declaring, you know, he's declaring his freedom from his, his father who, to him, his father shows up as a tyrant right now, you know, not like the noble king, but it's because he's, he's at odds with his father, with authority, with authority for his own life. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Don't stay too long. Don't disrespect your father. It's time for you to go. Right. You know, declare your own sovereignty and then make your way as a man in the world and you earn your father's respect and then come back to him man to man and have that respect. Right. You know, it's a great hero's journey to go upon, right? Leave, go out into the wilderness, become a man, come back and meet your father man to man as a man mm-hmm. and have that respect. That's a great hero's journey. Yes. Another another hero's journey guys can go upon is to declare, make a declaration of brotherhood. Go go find a younger brother especially, or a, an older brother, but a brother. And it doesn't need to be a biological brother. If you don't have a brother, you form your brotherhood by, by showing up as a brother, by declaring yourself a brother. Mm. Go find someone to go back for, you know, a brother who's struggling. Brother, maybe he's going through divorce. Maybe he's he's uh, an addict. Maybe he's just gotten out of prison. Maybe he's, um, you know, whatever it is, go back for him. We have we have such, especially in the in the West and especially in America, such an individualistic mm. kind of sense of it's every man for himself in a way. Right. Um, Man, if you want to, brother, to have brothers in life is such, it's such an advantage. Mm -hmm. It's such a leg up. Like guys want to get ahead. Young guys, you know, you want to get ahead and you're thinking about, oh, well, let me go for my degree. Let me do this. Let me do that. Man, one of the best things you can do is, is join a brotherhood or form one. And, and you don't need to look for a brotherhood to join necessarily. You can start one. Be the brother. Mm. Be the guy that goes back for him. You know, it'll come full circle. 
and it'll enrich your life. And it'll give you honor. Right. You know, every time you see that guy, you can remember who you were for him. You know, and when they come back for you, every time you see them, you remember who they are for you. This is this is the honor work. Right. You know? But but we talk about declaring this and saying this and making vows like this, like who we are for our people as, as a way to generate honor and to have a role of honor for our people. But another way to do it is to actually do the heroic action, right? Make a sacrifice, go on an epic journey to go back for a brother. I wish I, I, I never thought of it, you know, but like growing up, I, I, I had sisters. I didn't have brothers for one thing. And I always wanted brothers. Like I, I had this deep, I look back and I see I had this yearning for, for brothers and brotherhood and, but I never I wished then then I could see, or have a, yeah some idea of like what it could be to go back for a brother, that I could do it myself. Mm. You know. I never thought of it. Well, you know, in a way, after you and Zan kind of parted ways, and the there was that judgment and distance and whatever. You went back for him, mm. you know, the on the window and the call and the like you, you literally like you went back, reached through the invisible walls of judgment of the matrix, you know, mm. you know, it's great. You yeah. know, it is, you went back for a brother in that way. Mm. Yes. And there's, there's ways like you're coming back for me, like I'm kind of in a way, kind of lost in this la-la land of just world travel and women and adventure and, and, and ease, you know, I don't need to come back to my honor work. I don't need to, you know, whatever. And uh, you keep calling me out, you know, showing up. Let's, let's go. Let's go, Michael Sky. Mm. You know? So, yeah. Antonio, we're coming back for you. We made the, the announcement. We see it as a call. And uh, we got your back. Watch yes. out the window in your California home. <laughs> yeah, that, would be, that would be fun, man. That would light me up to go show up in California to go get him, you know? Give him a ride, give him a ride out. But uh, whether we do that or not, you know, yeah. We are announcing that we're there. We're coming. Coming back to the States. You can come meet us or we can come get you. And uh, yeah, priceless to have brothers. Priceless. And the, uh, I was with a new client yesterday, a man about 30 years old and, and uh, really a man of honor and integrity and an entrepreneur, like his, his father, uh, his father died, his father was much older than him, his father died and, and left a business and this guy didn't know anything about the business or how to do it or whatever. And he said, I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna carry it forward, you know? 23, I believe, no? I don't know exactly yeah. how old he was, but yeah, something, something like that. And uh, and now, like, he's going back for a cousin who was like an older brother and a mentor for him. But the, the walls of judgment had come up. You know, they had the conflict as warriors, you know. 
And now he's making the evolution to chief, which is, you know, which is saying, I'm not going to settle for walls between my people. Mm. You know, I'm not going to cast away my people. Even though we're fighting, even though there's judgment, you know, I'm going to put my arm around my, my brother and I'm going to call him to be a great man, call myself to be a great man. I'm going to lead us to glory, to rise up, you know, not stand in judgment of who he is. And then we both become lesser men, which is what happens. You know, if you, if you navigate by judgment, you both become lesser. Even though in some ways it feels more powerful to judge them, you can look down on them. But it makes you both lesser men. And the evolution to chief is saying, you're all my people and I'm not leaving you behind. And so he's going back for him. And it's, it's a heroic journey. It's a hero's journey for sure. And that's, you know, that's what the honor, the honor work and the honor window work is designed for. Because often we, when the, when the judgment walls are up, we feel no inner authority or desire or honor to go back for this person. That's what the honor window work can do, is restore that. You can feel it in your heart to the desire to go back for it and see a vision for your future that wasn't there before. And then have the tools and, yeah. I love, I love mentoring people through that process. It's, uh, it's truly heroic and it changes. It's, it's, he's going to change that guy's life forever mm. and, and the destiny of their family forever by going back for him. Mm. It's so, it's courageous. It's so, it's epic, man. It's epic in the story of your people. It's a great thing. And uh, I love getting to be like the, the Yoda as I train the Jedi to go back into the Matrix and, mm. And now I'm mixing uh, movie movie metaphors. Train the Jedi, and the, Jedi and the Star Wars is coming in. <laughs> uh, but, it's Armageddon. Uh, yeah, and sometimes that's what it takes. Like you might feel justified that you've left your brother behind. Cast him out of the family. Cast him out of your life. You know? you don't, And you, you have every justification not to go back for him. And then uh, you say, fuck it. You know, you imagine his future if no one goes back for him, you know? And if you become someone who just, imagine, it's also your future. Who am I that I get in conflict with the people I love and then I discard them from my life? Who, who am I for my people? There's no honor there. And you look to a future and it's suffering. And you're a lesser man, you know? And it's, uh, yeah, so... Both of my younger brothers have come back from me, you know. They've been the one to show up in times of, of need, and it's great. And, uh, yeah, brotherhood, man. What if? What if? If you feel the call, reach out, you know. There's, there's Jedi work, real Jedi-level work for uh, going back for your brothers. See you tomorrow. Thank you.